it's being offered right now. Learn more at thespringsassistedliving.com. Well, good morning. Good morning, good morning. What a gorgeous Wednesday it is here in Volusia County. And what a very nice treat to have uh, Senator Tom Wright in this morning co-hosting our morning show. We had to play a little bit of musical chairs and microphones. Amy Ryan now taking things over in Studio 1A. It is time that we turn our attention and focus on elder law. It's something that we do each and every Wednesday at this time with our good friend from Aiken Law. It is Miss Sherry Aiken. Welcome, welcome. Good morning, Amy. How are you? Doing wonderful. And I know you're nice and refreshed from your your little trip. Well, we wish so. But, you know, you always come back from a vacation. Um, We haven't had one in a while. And there's a lot of scrambling to catch up. It's nice to leave and nice to get back, right? I mean, there's so much to kind do. Of, kind <laughs> of. There's always, always lots to do. But you explored some parts of Florida that I hadn't even heard of. Well, my family's from the north part of the state, so we were able to go up to the Apalachicola area and um, take advantage of some of our great state parks up in that area. And uh, a lot of nature, a lot of remoteness. And fortunately for us, the weather cooperated, managed to get in and out between storms. Hey, that's that's luck on your side right there. In Florida, you never know. It, yes. it changes every five minutes. And, you, you know, if, if people really take the time to get out and explore our state, it is beautiful from one coast to the other, it's absolutely gorgeous, and there's a lot to take in. Our springs, for example, right yes, here right close here, by. Right here in Central Florida, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, before, um, a couple weeks ago, before you left for your trip, we were talking about something, and I said, gosh, we could probably spend a month talking about that when it comes to real estate and who you might want to pass that down to or whose name is, what happens if you you pass away and you haven't designated someone, you really need an attorney for this. You know, in all any situation involving real estate, the ownership of real estate, you really, really, really do need to consult with an attorney that's knowledgeable about those matters because a lot of people buy houses or buy real estate, you know, uh, they got a realtor, but they don't consult with uh, an attorney as to what the consequences of ownership are as far as, you know, co-owning with a child or what happens if you need to have somebody say join you on the mortgage maybe you want uh, a mortgage that um you know maybe you need a little extra income or something like that so you say you know so so one of your children says hey fine i can co-sign that with you and what does that really mean and um because down the road and and this you know these issues don't ever happen in the first year or two or three years you know it's five or ten or fifteen years where whatever arrangement you guys came to in the car driving to the closing or whatever you know, is out the window. Nobody remembers it. Uh, the relationship has changed. And now we've got, you know, say, you know, a child or a third party that has an actual ownership interest in your house um, that you can't get rid of. I mean, I, I just had this situation in the office the other day where, you know, um, a client comes in and says, okay, I need to remove this person's name from my house. I'm like, well, you can't do that. You know, he says, why not? It's my house. I'm like, no, it's, it's your joint house. Because when you purchased the house, both of you, you know, took title in two names. Well, that wasn't the intention. The intention was only for them to help me get a mortgage or help me do sure. this or help me do that or whatever. Well, 
that's where you need to talk to the lawyer about what your intention is and what the actual consequences of how you deed things. Because of course, if you've got two people in title on real estate, the only way to get rid of the other name on your title is to have that person sign a deed, you know, deeding their interest back to you. And then of course the question is, well, what happens if they won't? Right. And, and that is the million dollar question. And I bet that happens more often than people realize. They go into it and they, and they don't give it a thought and they think, no, everything is fine. Or, or That's exactly what happens. Everything is fine. They under, we all understand what's going on here. We, we all have respect for each other, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then again, eight, 10 years later, you know, something that no one can quite remember exactly what happened. Right. But something happened. And now the relationship is broken or at least it's strained, perhaps there is no contact even with that person. And, you know, and, 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 and maybe in the beginning there was an expectation that the individual was going to help maybe make payments on the mortgage, or it was actually mm-hmm. going to be a part of the purchase. But, of course, it, did, you know, it didn't really work out that way. This is really your house. It's not my house. I'm not living there. I'm not going to pay for it. And so, um, so despite the co-title, and that's what people say, well, they never paid for it. I can show that I've always made the payment. So that doesn't matter because again, the deed coming into your ownership has got those two names on it. And then, it, and you can't always foresee something happens down the road. Maybe everything is copacetic and three or four years later, there's a fight, right? Yeah. An argument. And you can't always predict that. So it's better to see a lawyer, make sure everything is done the right way. Well, you want to make sure ultimately what the goal is. If the intention is in fact to share ownership, with a second person, then everyone needs to understand what that means and, you know, what potential claims one might have against the other if the individual uh, doesn't, um, you know, comply with those requirements. Um, If the intention is just to be a helper, you know, then there's other ways to deal with the title. If the expectation is, well, while I'm alive, this is going to be my house, but ultimately, you know, I'm going to leave this house to you. Again, there's different ways of doing these things, but um, but what I come across in these various cases is that maybe the expectations, you know, the two people maybe have different expectations or as it's recounted three, four, five, ten years down the road, those expectations are different. You know, or one person says, well, I, there was no expectation you were going to really actually own this house. Well, yes, there was, you know, and then and then you got to fight. And then at that point, again. You know, if, if you can't reach an agreement with respect to this, you're ultimately into the court system, which may or may not be able to give you the relief you want. So this is just bringing about more questions. I've got more for you. We're going to dive right into that when we return. We are focusing this Wednesday morning on Elder Law, talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. We will be back with more. You're listening to the great voice of Volusia County on the stations of WSBB Radio talking about when they listen to WSBB. My way to work and my way home. Mostly in the mornings on my way to work. The great voice of Volusia County. WSBB. From your WSBB 2020 Volusia County newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. Governor Ron DeSantis has signed a bill that will require a half credit in personal financial literacy for Florida high school students. Money management, understanding debt, understanding how to balance a checkbook, understanding the fundamentals of investing. Students will be required to take the financial literacy class in order to graduate. Bills doing with financial literacy 
uh, is really providing a foundation for students that's going to be applicable in their lives regardless of what path they take. I mean, if they go the university route, uh, postgraduate, any of that, they're still going to need these skills. And from your WSBB 2020 Volusia County Newsroom, I'm Amy Ryan. This 2020 Volusia County News update is brought to you by Civitas Upscale Senior Living Communities, including the Gallery at Port Orange, the Springs of Park Hill in Orange City, and the Azure of Palm Coast. Learn more about our communities, signature programs, and the lifestyle options available to you by calling one of our properties or online at CivitasSeniorLiving.com. There's no time like the present to make sure your final wishes are in place and up to date. Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand specializes in elder law and estate planning with services ranging from preparing a simple will to complex and large estates. With so many legal changes, this can be a challenging process to navigate. And at Aiken Law, they can help guide you through these difficult matters, including Medicaid planning, guardianship, powers of attorney, income trusts and probate, or even family mediation. Whether you're just starting to put your retirement and estate plans in place, or want to make sure your documents are up to date and in order, Aiken Law offers comprehensive legal solutions with hometown service. Professional, experienced, and responsive. Aiken Law is here for you. Call 386-738-5599 or stop by in person. 600 West New York Avenue in DeLand. Things are growing at Thomas and Farms Barefoot Farmers Market. Now with two chances each week for you to stock up on fresh fruits, vegetables, eggs, meats, homemade salsas, cheeses, and local dairy, seafood, honey, plants, natural cleaning products, supplements, even prepared food and beverages. Enjoy your shopping to live music and know that you're getting the freshest in quality while supporting our local growers and businesses. Every Saturday from 8 until noon from Thomas and Farms at 3779 Honeydew Lane, in the Samsula area of New Smyrna Beach. And now on Tuesdays for Mike's Corner, just off of State Road 44. Soon they'll be adding even more activities like farm tours, homestead classes, and special fun for the kiddos. The Farmer's Market at Thomas and Farms, from your local barefoot farmer. Find out more about products, vendor information, and even special events by visiting www.thomasandfarms.org. And we are back. Continuing our focus this Wednesday morning on elder law, we are talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. Miss Sherry, if someone wants to reach out and get in touch with you, maybe some of the things we're talking about today is ringing home, literally. How can they do that? Well, they can give me a call over in DeLand at 386-738-5599. Or they can email me at radio at Aiken, and that's A-K-I-N dash law law.law.com. So, Ms. Sherry, we've been talking this morning about real estate and how important it is to um, make going through an attorney. And as we were talking, it just made me wonder, and I always ask you these what if questions, but I know these scenarios pop up. So what happens if, you know, say, say you've got uh, a gentleman and, and he never he never got married, but he has been with this woman 20, 30 years, and they're on that deed together, but he passes away without anything different, and he wants the house to go to 
say his children and he's got two or three kids. Is there then an, an issue with that? Because she's the surviving, not a spouse technically. Well, again, spouse, you know, on a deed, of course, uh, you know, there are a special types of, uh, of title that you can have between a, a husband, a married, married spouses. Okay. But if you're on a title, you know, if, 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 if Amy and Joe are on the title, okay, right. Uh, and Joe dies. Uh, and, um, and Amy is, um, and they're not married. It depends upon what the title says. So if it just says Amy and Joe, and it doesn't say anything else, then Amy's going to own one half of the house and Joe's heirs are going to own one half of the wow. house. Wow. Okay. So that's a whole different yes. kind now of if can it of says, worms. If, if it says with rights of survivorship and Amy and Joe are on the title and Joe dies, then Amy, who is the surviving tenant, the surviving owner, right, uh, is going to be own the whole thing, and none of Joe's heirs are going to um, have any, uh, you know, have any interest in that property. Then the question is, well, what about Amy? Isn't this Amy's homestead? Right. Can the home those homestead rights uh, only apply if there's a, a, a marital relationship? Okay. So in that situation, if if it said on the title, you know, so, okay, now Amy's got the the whole house, but Joe had something in place that says, you know, I would like the house to go to my children. What if Amy says the same same thing when she dies? Then what do we do? This is a mess, right? Well, this is a mess. Well, cause, cause quite a, so we got a house. We got a property. It's got Amy and Joe's name on it. And it says with rights of survivorship. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, um, Joe leaves a will that says I devise my interest in my, in the real, in my house to my three children. Okay. Well, the will's not going to make any difference. Okay. Because already, already the deed to the house says it's going to be Amy's. The will only applies to assets that are going to go through probate. And that's what people really don't understand. And I, you know, have that conversation with folks as part of our estate planning process is that your will is only going to address assets that go through probate. The will tells the court, tells your personal representative where things go. But not all assets end up in probate. Assets that don't end up in probate don't end up there because other arrangements outside of probate, outside of the will, have been made for their passage. So again, with this property, the property is titled with rights of survivorship. So there's already a provision made by Joe in this deed that at his death, if he dies first, the ownership of the property is going to pass to the surviving owner, Amy. Um, you put transfer on death or payable on death designations on your bank account. Right. That's like giving a, putting a beneficiary designation on your bank account. That money's not going to go to probate either because you have a contract with the bank that says when I die, if I still own this bank account and if there's any money in it, this bank account is going to go to my designated beneficiary or beneficiaries. Uh, your life insurance typically doesn't go to probate because you have a beneficiary de- designation with the company that says, when I die, pay the benefits of, of this policy to these people. Right. And your retirement plans also typically don't go into probate because, again, you have a beneficiary designation that says, when I die, if there's any balance left in this account, these are the people who are going to get it. So those are ways, those are non-probate ways to pass as titles to assets, you know, without going to probate. But what that means, again, is that they're not going to be controlled by the will. So... 
a lot of times, you know, when somebody passes away, I have, you know, heirs come in to say, my dad says everything is supposed to be equal, you know, a third, a third, a third for us three kids. Mm -hmm. But that's what the will says, a third, a third, a third equal. But the IRA got left to one child, and maybe that was the biggest asset, got left to just one child. How do we get that money back? And my response is, we don't. Wow. Wow. So as part of the estate planning process and the way we work through things with clients is to make sure that these other designations, these designations are fine. As a matter of fact, they're really important and and they're actually probably preferred in a number of situations. But if you're doing an estate plan, um, one thing you want to do is to make sure that it's consistent, you know, and maybe you do, maybe you want a lot of times uh, people will leave one asset, you know, leave the IRA, leave the bank account to this one child with the expectation that everything else is going to go to the other children or something like that. Sure. But then they don't understand. And sometimes they do stuff outside the presence of us lawyers, like go and do their own deeds to real estate instead without talking to the lawyer. And so they mess things up. Wow. Well, it gets very complicated. It does. And there's a lot that I think most folks don't consider that you have to in that conversation. Yes. We are talking this morning with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in Deland, focusing on elder law, and we will be back with more. You're listening to the great voice of Volusia County on the stations of WSBB Radio. You have plenty of choices. Thanks for choosing us. It's my station. The stations of WSBB. This is Amy Ryan with WSBB here to tell you about a new community program WSBB Radio will launch this Friday, March 25th. It's your chance to talk by phone one-on-one with our guests off the air. Call for action Friday starts at 9 a.m. Our first guest to answer your questions is Volusia County Sheriff Mike Chitwood. Call for Action, a community information outlet produced by the stations of WSBB. Longer days, plenty of sunshine. It's that time of year once again. Right now, getting fit and staying in shape has never been easier. Whether you're just starting your exercise regime or simply looking to step it up a notch, New Smyrna Athletic Club has personal trainers to help you with your fitness goals. And with a full schedule of classes from yoga to silver sneakers, you'll find plenty of options for beginners to experts. Dedicated cardio and circuit areas, plus a full line of strength training equipment, and all with 24-hour access. With a full range of membership options to suit your needs and budget, you can see for yourself why New Smyrna Athletic Club is one of the largest providers of health and fitness in Volusia County. Stop in today and take advantage of a week absolutely free. Located on Canal Street in downtown New Smyrna Beach or learn more at nsathletic.com. You're watching what you eat and you're exercising, but that stubborn fat, you know the fat I'm talking about? It's still there. Well, don't give up. You just need a little boost from Prime IV Hydration and Wellness. The Skinny Drip encourages the body to break down fat stores. It suppresses your appetite and increases lean muscle mass with their proprietary blend of B-complex vitamins, B12, and fat-burning amino acids. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit PrimeIVHydration.com or call 386 428 4848 and get primed. Prime IV Hydration and Wellness, located on Canal Street in historic downtown New Smyrna Beach and Granada Boulevard in Ormond Beach. Do you need a new roof or roof repair but don't know who to trust? Then you need to talk with AWS Roofing. We know how to get the job done and done right. 
if you want and expect your roofing company to clean up when they are done, and if you'd like a variety of options available to you before you make your decision, it's as easy as AWS. That's AWS Roofing. Call for a free estimate. 386-423-3076. That's 386-423-3076. Or online at awsroofing.com. We are AWS Roofing. Roofing done right. And we are back, continuing our focus this Wednesday morning on Elder Law, talking with Sherry Aiken of the Aiken Law Firm in DeLand. Ms. Sherry, again, if folks want to reach out and get in touch with you, what is a good way for them to do that? Uh, Give me a call over in DeLand at 386-738-5599. Email me at radio at aiken-law.com. Or stop by to see us. Our offices are located just west of downtown DeLand at 600 West New York Avenue. So I know that we only have a few minutes left, but if you were going to name maybe just the top couple of maybe the most common mistakes that you see folks make when it comes to real estate and their estate plans. Uh, One is um, putting people on their title as co-owners rather than um, a misunderstanding the concept of uh, like a, a life estate. I'd say, okay, so, this, so, so putting people on their deed as co-owners and misunderstanding, that means you're actually giving your house away, impacting your homestead exemptions and whatnot, and creating issues on as far as getting that person's name off the title. Um, the second is misunderstanding the idea of uh, a life estate and a ladybird deed and actually trying to do those things yourself. A ladybird deed is an, a form of enhanced life estate, which can be reversed. Um, a life estate, however, uh, again, is you're, you're granting and you're giving your house away and then you're reserving something to yourself. Um, and then the third is um, mostly it's, it's doing this all themselves. You know, you can go to the clerk's office and get a form deed as blank and you can fill it out. Matter of fact, I was talking to somebody um, a couple before my vacation, he said, well, so where do they need to go? You know, they don't need to go anywhere. They need to go see somebody, right. a lawyer. <laughs> they right. need to see a lawyer. They don't need to go somewhere and fill out a deed. You need to go see a lawyer to tell, talk, explain the situation, have the lawyer review the deeds and tell them what needs to happen next. Do you ever run into a situation where maybe you've got two people cohabitating, only one is on the deed, but they're both on the mortgage? Um, we do have that. Uh, a lot of times that's actually why we have the second person on the deed in the first place is because not necessarily that they're leaving, living in the property, but they have co-signed on the mortgage. And of course, any debt, whether mortgage, car loan, school sure. loan, whatever loan, if you're a co-signer, the, um, um, uh, the co-signer is, 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 is as responsible for paying into that debt as the, the first person. Oh, they're going to get and their money. Yeah, yeah. And so, and a lot of people don't understand that. That can be very, very sticky. I mean, you know, this is why you need an attorney. So much of what you say is, oh, I didn't think of that. I didn't even consider that that could happen or be an option. And you probably have to really have these conversations with people to, in order to gauge, okay, you got to consider this. You got to consider A, B, and C. They say, no, that's, that's not how this was supposed to be. What it was is that I'm only supposed to have to pay, you know, you know if... They really can't do it. Or I wasn't really supposed to have to pay anything right. anyway. I was just lending them my credit 
so they could get a mortgage. And I'm like, you know, no, that's not how this works. And, um, you know, you explain this off. I guess that the, if there's a fourth issue, it's a question where you have a long-time relationship that's not, mar- not a marital relationship. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the home is owned by one person and say this has gone on for many years, maybe decades. And then again, the individual who owns the house passes away and the non-marital spouse now doesn't have a place to live and doesn't have any rights to that property. I bet that happens you know, again, more often. Again, the homestead rights apply if, it's a sp- if that was a marital relationship and the surviving spouse was a spouse only in the house, that person would have a right to the property. But if they're not a marital person, not a marriage, no marriage, no spouse, then they don't have those rights. Really quickly, we have run out of time. Give us that phone number. 386-738-5599. Miss Sherry, always a pleasure. We have got to make way now for CBS News. It's coming up at the top of the hour. Then we'll get you right back to more of the very best music to get you through this Wednesday. Do make it a great today. We are the stations of WSBB, locally owned, community focused, AM 1230.